Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. My name is Pete Wright. I am sitting around the table here with Jay Christensen. Jay? Good afternoon, Pete. How Good are afternoon. You? I'm doing very well. Thank you. I'm hungry all of a sudden. Why do we record <laughs> these things at lunchtime? <laughs> uh, and Will Mercer. Welcome back, Will. Hi, Pete. Great to be back. Good to see you again. We have, a, uh, uh, we have I think, another very timely topic. Uh, this one is how do we uh, help teams and project managers inside organizations weather this economy? Now, the impact uh, that we're, we're specifically discussing here is when you are on a team uh, or a project manager of a team and have sustained uh, layoffs as a result of, of reorganization, uh, which many, many of our, our clients have gone through recently, uh, you're, you are being asked once again to do more with less. How do you keep your skills sharp? Uh, how do you keep your teams moving forward and growing and getting the work done in spite of what may seem like, uh, like uh, very steep challenges? Uh, who would like to go first? I could start it off, Pete. Excellent. I've had about uh, 31 plus years of experience uh, applying project management employed by in the high-tech field, and we would see this quite often. Probably not as intense as recently. Uh, I think this is a, a, a very important time for project managers and, and managers of project managers to be able to realize that not only are we in a down uh, period where a lot of project managers are uh, forced into looking for other opportunities, uh, but there's a, a strong feeling that the uh, upswing business is going to be conducted in a different manner than we may have been used to over the last number of decades. So we're looking at dealing with these fundamental changes yeah. in the business rather than just logistical. So I think it's really important that uh, project managers keep themselves abreast of what's changing and if they do find themselves in a situation of being quote unquote forced out of a certain way of uh, leading efforts or working that they're adaptable to this new type of uh, work structure. There may be cases where people are actually more in a consulting mode either external or internal to the company of looking for assignments as opposed to looking for long-term jobs. And so the, the skill set can be different also. It may be a really heightened time where people are having to uh, compete to sell themselves more uh, as opposed to just waiting for the next assignment. And so it's, uh, it's certainly an important time to make sure that both the project managers and managers of project managers keep these times as times to not slow down on their training and broadening of skills. It's, it's all the more important to be able to sell ourselves in the downtime and through true value added, as well as be ready for the new way of doing business. And so the uh, tools and techniques at Cadence Management are very adaptable to any environment that uh, an individual finds himself in with the opportunity to uh, lead such a, a project effort. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, about how you lead a project effort like that more specifically in a in a time like this. You know, we have, I, 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 and I'm I'm sort of putting myself in a in a position of a project manager on a lean team. Uh, you know, I, I imagine that I would be prone to potentially looking for every shortcut that I could find if I'm running out of people. Uh, on my team, or if I'm working with a team that I didn't expect to be quite as, as uh, understaffed, can't find the resources, 
where might I find those shortcuts? Maybe I'm not scheduling as richly as I once would. Uh, maybe I'm not looking for the, you know, looking for all the, the detail in my schedule up front or the detail in my plan. I mean, what are, what are some of the tools that I, I can and should make use of to actually get right. projects done versus things that are going to hurt me in the end? Correct. And one of the um, uh, things that I would like to emphasize at this point is, uh, if you recall, the four key questions. I think those are imperative to get them answered up front and keep them answered during uh, the overall project effort. And those four key questions, uh, if you recall, are <coughs> what will be done, who will do the work, who will be responsible, and who's going to make the key decisions. And they can be answered at any level of detail, but of course we need to get to enough detail in order to understand completely what are the control points for the project. So four key questions, I think, are critical. Another element that I think is critical for a shortcut application of project management would be the project objective. When is the project over with? How much is it going to cost? And what is the major deliverable? And the third is a schedule. I don't believe that you could manage a project effectively without a schedule. Now the schedule can be at uh, varying levels of uh, detail, uh, but if you could identify what must be done, those in fact are deliverables that are easily capturable on the schedule, then what are the tasks necessary uh, to complete the deliverable, then who's going to do the work on those tasks is uh, capturable in the schedule. So I believe then, to summarize, what you need are the answers to the four key questions, what is the project objective, and a schedule. Uh, in, in terms of, of what is the project objective, I mean, in many of these cases, you're being handed a project objective. Mm -hmm. But as an experienced project manager, uh, you know, is where do you push back? Where do you push back and say, look, you're giving me an objective that I'm not going to be able to complete? Uh, in the schedule you've, uh, based on the schedule you've told me I have to live to. How do you, how do you manage that when you know at, at some point it's continued marketing to just say yes? Correct. Yeah, and I believe that one really, really fantastic way to deal with those kinds of management imposed objectives is to spend in a shortcut environment to spend um, uh, four to eight hours developing the answers to the four questions, the project objective, and the schedule in enough detail so that you can go back to management then and say, what you're asking for, we don't see at this point in time how we're going to be able to deliver what you're asking for by the time frame that you have asked. And here's our thinking behind. Here's the assumptions that we've made and management, we'd like to discuss with you these assumptions and the schedule to see where we might be in alignment and where we are going perhaps down the, a path differently than what management had intended. I certainly agree with what Jay is saying and I'd like to emphasize one of the key points that he brought out when he was mentioning the, the four key questions and the objective and the schedule was the concept of keeping them answered. I think in these times it's more important than ever that the relationship and communication with our, our project sponsors and our key stakeholders keeping on the pulse and really being sure that we're together is absolutely imperative. Not just to have it one time, put it in the notebook and forget about it, but to really keep 
coming back uh, on a very regular basis where it's estimated that communication can be 90% of our, our project manager responsibilities, really communicating with our sponsors and stakeholders and having the uh, commitment that we're going to tell the truth. Jay's example, I think, is great where we are not going to be able to build schedules that really support uh, sometimes our sponsor-driven objectives with the lowering amount of resources to deal with. Having that commitment to honestly tell our sponsor that we do or don't have a schedule that uh, really substantiates the objective that we're shooting for, I think is very critical to be done and very challenging to be done in downtimes when people are facing fears of layoff. It's very uh, comfortable and attractive to want to be able to give constantly good news. And we've really got to have the commitment to realize that if we have news that isn't so good, that we can identify some contingency plans or risk plans and be honest with our key sponsors and stakeholders. And I'd like to springboard off of what Will said as well, and that is, is that uh, in response to your question, Pete, another advoca uh, advocation that I could make is that in these periods where we have fewer resources and lots and lots of different things to do, that we advocate that the project sizes are in and of themselves smaller. What I mean by that mm -hmm. is a smaller uh, a scope um, and really figuring out from all the possible things that we could do in the scope of this project, what is it that we need right now? What is the essential deliverable that is the most important to the business at this point in time? And make the project sizes smaller, deliver really, really high value on those smaller projects. Then when we get more resources as the economy turns around, then we'll come uh, along with more projects to add to the deliverable set from the initial high-value set that we started out to accomplish. Excellent point. I think it's also really important in these uh, somewhat challenging times that we don't uh, forget to take the extra credit and sell the good performance of our teams and especially any key team members that have really gone the extra mile in these extra challenging times to make sure that we don't only say nice words to them, but that we actually document it and get with our functional managers, make sure that it's in their direct performance reviews. Because uh, these are challenging times and there's a lot of people taking a lot of extra steps to step up to it. And we can take it, we can forget sometimes to really make sure that gets into their entire performance plan. Sure, that it's not just challenging for you. Yes. Yeah. To really look for the That's people in the team that are helping us attain these extra challenges and making sure they're rewarded adequately. And we all know that uh, under severe pressure, uh, the desire or the behavior is, is to a throwaway process, perhaps not, uh, not deliberately, but I don't have time for process is sometimes what people think, mm -hmm. uh, or perhaps not say, but think. And uh, that, I believe, is really um, a faulty approach. Mm -hmm. In the case where we must accomplish a great deal of work in a small amount of time with a small number of resources, the more organized that we can be using just enough process, the better use we make of the time that we have mm -hmm. available and the Definitely. resources that we have available.
And that comes back to using just enough process to control the project effectively, keeping the project sizes small so that we can deliver high value quickly. Excellent point. Excellent discussion, gents. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts on this. And uh, to uh, all of you out there who have listened, hopefully it gives you some, some, uh, a bit of a framework on how to do more with less in trying times. On behalf of Jay Christensen and Will Mercer, I'm Pete Wright. Thanks for listening to Ask Cadence.